Good afternoon. This is Jesse Humphrey. This is After the Gig, and welcome to the show. Today on the show, I have the great John Markle making his triumphant return in his 10th episode. This is a big deal. So John has been on 10 times, and these are fun episodes because they're goofy, silly, and this one I kind of I kind of ambushed him. It's a pod podcast ambush. I just kind of showed up, plugged in the mics, and shoved it in his face. Um, so we're on the bus. You hear, you know, we're driving. I, I can't remember which gig we're heading to. We might have been heading to Austin or we're driving through Texas or something. But uh, we were chilling and talking about some stuff. So I hope you enjoy it. But before we get there, you can always email afterthegigpod at gmail.com. The merch store is afterthegigpod.com. Go check that out. Go get your t-shirts. Go get your sweatshirts. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on there right now. So go check that out. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be back every week. That's it. Oh, and there's a Patreon page. So all the stuff that I post, pictures, you know, some blog posts, and um, unreleased audio from the shows when I have it. Uh, I usually put keep everything in there these days, but um, whenever I pull something out that I think would be good for that kind of thing, I toss it in the Patreon page, and it's a great way for you guys to support me and the show and keep this whole party going. So go to patreon.com slash after the gig and check out the tier levels, see what's right for you. And uh, I'd be happy to have you a part of that community, the Patreon community, because it's been really, really awesome. And I've been loving posting on there. So check that out. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Mr. John Markham. So, John. Hey. We're four, we're six weeks in? Something like that. We're six weeks into touring. Yeah. Everybody hates each other. Yeah. Nobody wants to do... A little to, bit of that. Nobody wants to <laughs> to say a word to anyone. Just I know. Just in case... Uh, just in case it gets bad. <laughs> <laughs> but on the bright side, we have... I have we have five days, six days until we're home. Yeah. Six days until home. Off. Less than one week. That is very exciting. I've been finding myself like daydreaming about getting a iced vanilla latte from Blanchard's, which is like right, like right next to my house. Yeah. And I just like, I'm just obsessing about it. We day we daydream <laughs> about completely different things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you daydreaming about? I'm daydreaming about walking down to the ocean. And uh, going for a walk on the beach where there's... My stupid friends are having stupid stupid children. children. Seeing my little dude who is not that... Is not as little as he was before. He's huge now. I I told you, like, when we started this tour, I was like, I remember when uh, uh, our first tour when Carter and Terry had kids... And Sutton was just like this little baby when we left, and we left for we used to we used to tour for a lot longer than we do now. Right. And I remember um, Britt and Winley coming to uh, the Cat's Cradle in Chapel Hill, and and getting out of the car with Sutton. Winley was like holding this like totally different, totally kid. different kid, completely yeah. different kid. I remember I specifically remember Carter being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Yeah. 
it's just, it's crazy because like every time every time I call or get a text or whatever or FaceTime, he can he he says more words now. Like he really? can say cow, he can say mama, daddy. Yeah, he points he, at you and goes stranger, stranger. But <laughs> well, what he does is he he goes and points like grabs Genevieve's phone and and shows it to her and says daddy and like called FaceTime daddy. It's That's very cute. It's very cute. That's cute. I don't like being and, and it's funny because um, when Genevieve moved, she used to like you know travel a ton. Yeah. She lived in Thailand for a little bit. She lived in Australia for a year. Mm-hmm. I think she lived in Australia for for a whole year. Um, and then she lived in Dis- she she worked at Disney mm-hmm. in Florida. She lived in the in the state of Disney. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she worked at the uh, the UK Pavilion in Epcot. Yeah. But every time that she would leave, you know, she had a little you know, really young nieces. So anytime that a plane flew overhead, the uh, Jen's nieces would like point at it and say, Auntie Genevieve. Oh my Genevieve. God. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause she was always flying, That's always flying away. Uh, I have a similar, sort of the same, my jujitsu is a lot like that where I leave for long periods of time and then I come back to jujitsu and all of the people have gotten better and all the people that I used to kick the crap out of are all of a sudden choking the life out of me. <laughs> it's very frustrating. What is it? Like, can they just, is it just they learn new moves or they, yeah, they I mean, just figure the, out the, the techniques the way I better? think The way I sort of have come to understand most things in life is just like at this point it's repetition yeah. like there's there's a thing that's like um well, that's true you say uh it's 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 practice does not make perfect practice makes permanent perfect practice makes perfect yeah so if you're doing something if you're doing something wrong it'll just it'll just get more wrong as you go but if you're doing something right which if you're you know if you're astute at all you will be like okay i'm gonna try to do this right if you just do if i just do an arm bar a thousand times and you haven't and you haven't done your arm bar defense but one time I'll probably get it on you. Yeah. I mean, that's really, it boils. It's weird. I mean, there's like athleticism and there's size and there's age and well, there's all that feel, stuff. I mean, this might be a stupid question, but does feel have a lot to do with it? Like just knowing the feeling of knowing that you're going to get that arm or I don't know, like the leverage that you have, like, can you take a non leverage situ- situation and like turn it? Into sure, your, into but your it, but it's advantage. the same thing. It's it's more about to to me at least. I'm sure there's people out there that have a different experience, but to me, it's more about just just the technique. Yeah. If I do something, if I do this one thing correctly, um, a thousand times or ten thousand times or whatever, I'm just going to be better at it. Actually, right. a really good metaphor uh, when I used to teach um, bass lessons, I was teaching these this guy, this like older guy, in upright. And he was just like, I can't play this note in tune. And I was like, you know, part of it is just is is you if you just like play this D, you know, you go up to to the note like on the G all the way up to this D, you can sort of check it with your open D string. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if you just go bong and hit that and test the intonation, the first time you do you do it, it'll be out of tune. The next right. time you do it, it'll be out of tune. 5,000 times later, 
it'll be in tune and you won't actually be doing anything really different. I mean, there's techniques in there to, to work on that, but you won't actually do anything different. You will just get better at it just because you've done it. And he was a, he was a, um, what do you call the doctors that put people to sleep? To, anesthesiologist. Uh, he was an anesthesiologist. And he goes, that's really funny because finding people's veins. He's like, I didn't do anything different. I just did it a whole over bunch. And years again. and years later, I can just like close my eyes and be like, boom, and find it. Well, so. there's just, there's subtle, there's like subtle little like changes that you need to make to be able to do that kind of thing. Like I see on yeah. the, specifically, I, I don't play upright bass. I've like probably tried to play one maybe yeah. a handful of times but yeah. like um just just where your hands have to be on the it, it's very it's very ambiguous when you first like if you're yeah. if you're not a bass player yeah if you're coming at it and you're like oh where is the note so you yeah. start with the open string and then you try to find yeah, maybe yeah. an interval or something like that but there's positions yeah and the really, position weird are, when yeah. you're first starting the positions are weird because they're also just ethereal they're right. just like your hands here there's no fretboard nope well there's no frets such a pain in the ass man mm, yeah such a stupid instrument i hate it Hey, uh, you starting? So what he's asking is, uh, what time is it right now? It is. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's well, it's four o'clock. So so, and we are headed to Houston, Texas. So technically, technically at home. I mean, it's, it's really five o'clock. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so because you're next, buddy. <laughs> so we're getting, two, we're getting we're getting two episodes in today. Car Carter's pulling pulling Bud Lights out of the. Uh, out of the cooler Thank so you. carter and jesse are starting the the bud light drinking you know what's funny which i'd like to talk about is the thing that just as i've as this tour has gone on and i've gotten a little time <laughs> I, I, it's like funny i want to tell people what's going on you but can, i so we we stopped it's the, this band is is uh you know we used to drink a lot um, and, and, and in our in our old age, we've we've really stopped. I stopped drinking a long time ago. But like we as a as a collective, this band used to drink a lot, a lot of whiskey, like more than more than a healthy amount. That's for sure. Right. And just in our old age, everyone sort of cut back on the drinking and stuff. And we are not a. Th that's it. It was it was drinking and then maybe cookies and donuts and stuff like that, and that was it. But the thing is, like when you're drinking on tour every day it's like it adds up oh it's it's bad it i mean quick. you missed you missed some dark times there was a tour i had my own dark times no no i mean <laughs> specifically in this vehicle there there were there was one tour that i was like i've never seen anything like this and it got dark i mean it got dark like just vibe wise and stuff like yeah. that so what are we doing but for one week or i would i would say almost it's sort of as as uh as legal legal weed um, stretches across America, and there's more places besides just California and Denver, um, you can buy Colorado. weed gummies at at a um, at a, like a truck stop. Well, that first one that we saw was just outside of Oregon. I think it was in somewhere in Idaho. Yeah, and it was it looked like a Starbucks. Yeah, you. I, I had never gotten off of a. Um, of uh, like a like a rest stop or, or an exit to go to a Flying J or a Pilot or whatever, yeah. and seen anything like that in 
in the surrounding area. Yeah. Crazy. So that was the first stop on the uh, Weed Tour 2022. Yeah. And then it's like... And then it's like, you know, obviously when you're in Colorado, you go to the weed store and then, and then it was like, where, where was Fort Collins, Fort Collins? It was, it was Idaho right next to the venue, Fort Collins, right, literally right next door. And, uh, and Denver, the bluebird, there's a place, but but then, and then we went somewhere like Minnesota or something and they had a a weed store and I was like, she's here too. It was was in Chicago, right next door. That's right. That's right. I was like, really? That's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, um, for two weeks out of the year, all of a sudden we're a fucking reggae band or something (laughs) like that. Like Jesus, it was like every night (laughs) and every afternoon people were like, you know what? I think I'm going to eat some weed gummies. (laughs) But it's, well, but it's so funny because it really doesn't stretch into the rest of the year at, at all, just as far as our, no. like, tours and every day-to-day no. and stuff. It's a novelty. Like, you don't – you get the big chicken leg when you go to Epcot. You don't get it when you come home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I just – you know, it, for me personally, I don't, I don't smoke. I don't, I don't drink as much as I used to. Um, I, I have, like, a, a much – healthier relationship with those kinds of things than I did before and I just um, you know it's fun it's it's fun to like have literally a low the lowest dose of a gummy and I did it on my live stream a couple times yeah I would just say like all right guys here just we have go. one let's see how long this lasts <laughs> this this uh, train's definitely going off the rails at some point. Right. It's like it's, it's a matter I, of when. As soon as I start forgetting like my name, then um, then I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> but it's it's so funny. So you're drinking you're drinking a Bud Light, and we know Carter his his beer of choice is is Bud Light. Yeah. And I've just been noticing it's more of a I'm really tired. Things are things are upsetting me way more easily than than yeah. things normally would um, yeah. and stuff like that but I've just been noticing just what I would consider really shitty behavior by adults lately like it's been really, really? like yeah like um, you know Here with between, with us no 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 oh. I mean listen these this is the devil I know Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, of course, we all have we all have shitty behavior. Yeah. But it's all like it's all our own stuff, and we know all we all know what to expect, and we all know where it comes from. But I'm talking like the messages and emails that we've been getting. Com- oh my god! Complaining about the dumbest shit, like shit that you have no leg to stand on. Yeah. Stuff like like I think I have a theory about it. You know, I'll let you go. I'll let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had the best video of the year. That's right. Um, no, it was like. Um, just I apologize for all the noise. We're on the bus. We're driving. Yeah, we're on the we're bus. On our way to Texas. Suck it up. So Jeez, what are you gonna send an email? Deal with it. I didn't like your podcast. I don't like the way John talks. It was rumbly. He's too nasally. It was rumbly. Yeah. That's like the kind of shit we've been getting. Mm-hmm. Is like just complaining about the dumbest stuff and I don't want to get into specifics because then I'm be calling someone specific out and that's lame but just like so many emails so many dumb Facebook arguments you know and even stuff like uh, like Carter wants a Bud Light and people cannot handle someone liking a beer 
that they don't like. That yeah, and that happens anytime we go to um, a place that serves anything dude, fan- fancy. Dude, if someone likes a beer that you don't like, who gives a flying crystal shit? It's like, <laughs> dude, it's a drink. It's a beverage. It's a beverage. You like what you and like. the dude likes it. Yeah. For you know fuck's where I th- sake. you know where I think that comes from. Like, for someone that <clears throat> being someone that worked in a bar for a long time. Yeah. There are the beer nerds and the beer snobs. They want like the weirdest IPA and they go, they wait in line, you know, like they're getting an iPhone for Sip of Sunshine or, yeah. or for Heady Topper or some, something like that. And that's fine. If that's what you're into, that's yeah. great, you know. But like the, those same people are the ones, I, I mean, this is, I'm speaking in generalities, you know, maybe not, but. There are people out there that do this that well, are like a Bud Light. Ew. Well, we have this other thing. Yeah, I don't like but that's this the thing. thing. It's like P- Carter will be like, the beer that I like to drink is a Bud Light, and people will literally go no and go buy him some gross fucking some like thick heavy beer that's like a chocolate stout or some yeah. bullshit that makes me want to throw like, up. Oh, you got to try this. You'll love no, it. Dude, you'll no, dude, you'll like I it. Won't. It's like, no, I already have what I like. Yeah. Don't you don't you worry about what I'm drinking. Yeah. You drink whatever you drink. I'll drink what I drink. So, here's my theory on it though. Is said said the 20 some odd year old to the 40 something year old, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I've had all that shit. I know. I don't like it. Um but uh uh, there, it's there's something about human nature that doesn't allow you just to like something. So so in order to just like something and not bother people about it, it's just like humans cannot do it. Like to be able to do that, to be able to go, you know what? I like pineapple on my uh, my pizza, but whatever people like take is fine with me. That takes work. It is yeah. inherently ingrained in in the human. For some reason, to try to fit in, to no, to to go. This is my tribe. It's not enough for me to like my tribe. I have to hate your tribe. Oh, I you, see. You what know you're what saying. I mean? I see. So what you're there's saying. something in humans that that you, it's not enough to just like something. You have to hate whatever the opposite of it right. is. Right. And and it's just like it takes a lot of, you know, whatever, inside work. That's that's so true. I mean, we've been seeing a shitload of that lately. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, to and we have to talk about it. Like to to post a picture of of you with a or someone with a mask on in front of a marquee. Yeah. To, for that to spark some kind of ridiculous, hateful yeah. garbage about. COVID is is just insane to me. It's like, you yeah. know, it's obviously trolls and, and people that don't just don't understand the full picture of what of what is actually happening. Yeah. Like, you know, context is everything. They're like, oh, you're wearing a, a mask taking a picture. What's yeah. what's the sense in that? Little do they know we're loading in. We're around a lot of strangers. So he just took the picture. You know, yeah, and I'm talking about Terry taking Here, a picture. Here's the only here's the here's the thing that I think people need to do is if someone and specifically with Facebook and stuff, but just in general, let people spin their wheels because yeah. the reason people start to comment 
is because other people are commenting right. and it feeds on itself. So if someone goes, Hey, Terry, you're an asshole. Um, and you're fucking dumb. And everyone comes to Terry's rescue. It just, it turns it, into, yeah, to a storm. So it if you devolves. see some, if you see something, especially something easy, like, all right, well this person, I, I clearly don't agree with this person. Right. And all research shows that people who, even if they're wrong, and I'm not saying any of these people are wrong. Everyone has their own opinions. And I really try to see both sides because right. it's so like, it's tiramisu, man. There's so many layers of stuff. And I at least try to understand, even if people are saying wrong things, they're still, they're coming from somewhere. Right. And no one thinks they're evil. So it's like, they're, they're trying, they're trying to be, trying to do what they think is right and good. So right. if you see someone coming with some, with what you think is bullshit, can't this family sit down for dinner mm. without these goddamn phones ringing? Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hey Jen, I'm podcasting with <laughs> with John right now. It's all right. I'll let it go this one time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Love you. <laughs> but my my point is, if you see someone and they're they're spouting some what you think is bullshit, you know you're not going to change their mind. Right. No matter what, the right. all all research shows that when people are have an opinion or or something and they're faced with evidence to the contrary they don't change their mind they dig their heels in more yeah or That's they or they need to they need to find the other answers on their own terms and their own time because exactly. no one if someone's so, dug in that hard and and just insults are going back and forth then yeah. not, it's not going so, anywhere so try and and the the best thing you can do or the worst thing for someone you disagree with or the worst thing to happen to someone that's trying to stir up shit is nothing. Yeah. Like if the KKK held a rally, uh, a march down Main like, Street. Where's this, where this going? No, for real. Yeah. Think about it. They do that because they want people to come, come and scream at them. They want a reaction. If they, if every time they had a, a parade, a KKK parade, and no one showed up, how long do you think they would have KKK parades? They would stop doing them because they're like, all right, well, this isn't doing anything. We got to come up with something come else. Up with something else yeah. So take that approach to, I mean, I'm not trying to tell people how to live their best life. Like, No, it's fine. I just think that we have, we have something in place that is creating divisive, divisiveness. Yeah. You, have, you have people that are commenting that don't know each other, so they might as well be robots. Yeah, they might as well not even be real, real yeah. people. So you're just gonna say whatever the fuck you want because yeah. you know there's no consequence. Like that, a person doesn't know where you live or yeah. where, what, whatever. Unless some uh, people do know uh, where you live, unless they do. <laughs> but here's the th here's the funny part too is because most of the time I know if people are disagreeing, I know all of the parties involved. Well, especially if it's on a carbon leaf post, and if it's on a carbon leaf post or specifically a. Or a Terry or whatever post. Correct. I know all these people, and yeah. I generally really like all of these people. And I'm just like, I just sit there and go, like, if we were all in a room together, well, that proves the point. That proves the point even further because you know, you know them. If we know them personally, you know that they would not be talking to each other like this, or they wouldn't be talking to you like this. They wouldn't yeah. be acting. They're. It, it's like a completely yeah. different person. Yeah. Completely exactly. different person. Exactly. Which is brutal. It's, it's funny because I've seen brutal. I've seen people that have made made 
ridiculous comments on uh, on Facebook and then seen them in person and been like, and it's almost like they just got a rise out of the reaction. Yeah. And it's like, nah, that's shitty. Yeah. So <laughs> I did I did read something which I don't know is, this is total bro science. I don't know whether this is true or not. But years ago, Facebook did a, a study on when people engaged. I'm, I'm, I'm boiling oh, it yeah. down. I'm oversimplifying it. But basically they were like, all right, what we find is that if we sort of push things that people disagree with, they tend to engage more. Right. And the whole idea is we want, we're a business. We want people on here. We yeah. want people engaging. We want to keep people on here as long as possible. Yeah, exactly. So what the algorithm does is pushes shit to you that it knows you're gonna uh, you're you're gonna be upset by. Yeah. So it's like, man, and let me tell be you, smarter. Facebook, it's working. Be yeah, be smarter than the algorithm. Yeah. Unless you're me, in which case they know exactly what kind of shoes and clothes I like <laughs> and yeah. knives. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, I told you the other day I was on I was on Instagram Reels, just going, swipe. Yeah swipe for like two hours yeah i sat down after i had dinner after sound check and i was like all right i'm gonna be swiping through reels for the next two hours i'll see you guys at the show yeah <laughs> i mean and it literally it was just a joke yeah but that's what ended up happening that's what happens i i i, 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 I got into existence i got a feed uh i got an ad on my facebook that said it was a t-shirt and it said my name is John, spelled correctly, J-O-N. Yeah. My name is John. I like boobs and playing bass. <laughs> That's what the fucking t-shirt said. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, All right. And I bought it. I, I mean, this is like, dude, are you yeah. watching me sleep or well, that's what? Well, that's the same thing when it like, when you go to, um, when you go to buy a shirt from Teespring, after you buy it, in the next page, it says, this is what you'll also like. And then the yeah. shirts are like, Humphrey is the greatest, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. I forget what else it says. But it's that being pretty, said, it's pretty funny. You all should go to Bismarckle on Teespring. Bismarckle, teespring.com. You can get your Stop Yelling Freebird shirts. Yes. The and I, I started to make um, really, really comfortable um, premium hoodies yes. for Stop Yelling Freebird now that it's... Uh, and there's tank tops too, right? And there's tank tops and there's the Crawl Atop Me and Meet Your Doom Jiu-Jitsu shirts and t-shirts. And there's another one. The Pray the Gray Away. Pray the Gray Away is, is my favorite. <laughs> Pray the Gray Away shirt <laughs> is unbelievable. Um, so after you're done shopping over there, go over to teespring.com slash store slash after the gig um, or just click the link but I have some uh, new shirts this is my gig shirt which you can wear to the gig you know I've seen a lot of um, uh, my shirts and your shirts yeah. in the crowd There's been and, a lot and of it good ones. really warms my cold dead heart it makes me pretty happy I know it's really great yeah. I really do like it <clears throat> yeah. and I also like it like I saw people were wearing um, some of our shirts to like Stephen Kellogg shows yep. and stuff like that, which yep. I also love. Yeah, so please make sure you wear John and Jesse merch to other artist shows yeah. just to let them know who's boss. All right? <laughs> it's a real alpha move. All right? <laughs> Pick up their merch and be like, eh, and set it down on the table. 
and then walk out, yep. continuing to wear and armor. What up, what up now? Mm. What were some of the other messages that we were getting? I don't want to get do you know, too. Do you know anything I, that you can't, you don't have to be specific I don't want to get too into it. But it's just like, man, it's like, you know, the the bottom line is we're out here doing the fucking best we can. I mean, yeah. in, 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 and we really care about this shit. This is our, this is right. our lives. Right. And we care about people and we care about you know, shit. It's like you bring something like the thing, something that really, really bothers me about that whole thing. I is like, like where this is going. You have... You have bands going out and playing shows and, and working and stuff. And then you see comments and people saying, you know, for, for instance, like Dawes had someone uh, in their touring party get COVID. A lot of people had this. Liz Longley got COVID, had to cancel shows. Yeah. Um, a lot of bands, if someone gets sick, they have to cancel a bunch of shows until they test negative. So what I have been seeing is people like happy that these people are getting sick or or they're saying well there's i don't understand why anyone would be out there playing a show or or gathering like this bitch that's someone who didn't lose their job for a year exactly you that's exactly who that is sitting in your fucking house in front of a screen in front of zoom calls collecting your paychecks every fucking day you didn't have to experience anything except for maybe you know if you live alone i understand that being really really hard if if you know this this thing hits people in different ways whether it sparks anxiety or whatever but please before you open your fucking mouth or before <laughs> you start typing on your fucking keyboard, think about the people that were the, f- think about the industry that was the first to get fucking taken away and the last, and the to, come. last to come back and is still being criticized still. for coming back. Dude. And so, and every These artist people need to work. They have jobs. They have lives. Dude. Absolutely. And, and, and it's not like we're out there willy nilly, like, kissing people on the mouth and shit like you know we're yeah. doing everything we possibly can think of that's reasonable you know what i mean it's just it's just it's uh yeah it's bananas that's why actually i've been taking um just just constantly through this whole tour i've been taking ivermectin <laughs> send me your emails <laughs> fuckers as a prophylactic <laughs> taking poor steewormer it's so funny because i listened to the podcast with uh, Joe Rogan and Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, he's very good at jujitsu. Yeah, he can and, fight and Muay Thai. The craziest thing about him, like the videos of him kicking a bag. Yeah, his kicks. He well, he are ridiculous. He his entire life did Taekwondo, right? And then and then did Muay Thai and boxing, and then and then also started up jujitsu. His kicks are lud. Legit, like they're legit. They're really fucking hard. Yeah, it's not like doing a kick like that, like um, you know, outside leg kick or inside leg kick. Yeah, doesn't that hurt the? You have to build kicker rather but, than. But especially when you go shin to shin, it, it takes a long time to build up. Um, but it would blow your mind. Like uh, people who are not fight fans will always like talk to me about 
MMA and stuff. And they're like, nah, but leg kicks, you know, they're not going to, you're just, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're not going to do anything. I'm like, dude, let me kick you once. Yeah. You will shit your pants and throw up. It hurts so bad. <laughs> hurts I, so I, bad. I'm not even kidding you. And you will, your leg will, will go dead. Yeah. You know, it'll just. It's like you got, if you're, if you need to stand up to punch, like you're not going to be able to put your weight on your legs or. It's, it's so like oddly painful. It's crazy. It's Doesn't such a good move. Odd to me. It's such a it's such a good move. The yeah. leg kick, especially for like little guys like me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's great. I got fired up about the uh, keyboard warriors judging judging bands for going out and working after all this time. Like, yeah, dude. I keep going. I keep thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those people, man. Yeah, they're the fucking worst. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I know. It's the same people that that Jesse. Will I, I know you have a new baby, but I'm gonna need you to uh, not have a job. So yeah. So or else you're or a jerk. maybe you should have went to school and got a more solid job <laughs> or a better job. Yeah. Or you know you're just I, running around the country playing your music. Dude, I was listening to uh, Corey Wong album last night, the one with uh, Limited World on it, mm -hmm. and he's got a song. Um, I think, forget what it's called. It's called like I think I'll quit. I think no. It's like I think I'll go get a normal job. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's not a great song, but it's like I was listening to it last night, just like giggling so hard. I want to write a song called "Don't Quit, Don't Quit Your Day Job Just Yet." <laughs> <laughs> oh, manzies! It's funny when I quit the bar. Um, it was like it wasn't like an okay, guys. I'm making this decision. I quit. Um, here's my two weeks. It was, you know, all right, I'm going on this tour and it's going to be away for three weeks. Good, good, good luck <laughs> management. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it just kind of, one of those things where it's like, are you coming back this week? And I was like, well, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, maybe I'll let you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, scary times. Maybe, maybe happened a little too soon. <laughs> Didn't yeah. know COVID was going to happen. <laughs> but you can always I would imagine you can always get a bartending I don't gig on it. If you needed to. If I needed to. Yeah. I actually miss it. Sometimes I really do miss it. Like when I'm in a bar and you you're you know being on that side of it is actually you're like you call this a Moscow mule? Yeah. Like let me get back there. Yeah. I'll fucking squeeze some limes. Yeah. Um yeah, I miss it sometimes, you know. Yeah. But, I I uh when we get done tour, I'll probably go back a, a day a couple days a week to my to that retail gig i was working i'm sort of like going like ooh, yeah especially right now and and doing this doing it in november and december when we're when we're touring for every thursday friday saturday sunday and then doing an overnight drive and then going to that is whoa it's too much i'm so tired it's, all the it's time too much those months i was doing the same thing when i was with you know, when I was doing the Amazon thing, helping my brother out, it's just like coming home, doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, flying home Sunday night or whatever, yeah. Monday morning, and then working on Monday. Yeah. And just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why? Why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is dumb. Just like, it's not even day. worth it. I've been having a lot of winning the lottery fantasies lately because I've been driving. So I've been doing a lot of night driving this tour a lot of because our routing is what's been your favorite one banana sandwich well you know the one that i that is that i'm that i'm very used to 
is the um, play in San Francisco, pack up, drive overnight to Portland to play the next day. Gas up in Weed, California. And, and a stop in Weed, California, which I think is hilarious because I'm because I'm two years old. Um, but that that drive is like I'm so used to it. It's like part of my life now. Yeah. Um, last night's was a little brutal because. It wasn't supposed to be like an overnight overnight, but we went from, where were we last night? I can't even remember. Oh, we did a private gig uh, in Indianapolis, All right. which was very fun, which I really liked. That was awesome. It was super fun. Just in a, like a little storage garage for four people yep. playing acoustic. That was very fun. That's so fun for me because I don't have to like, I can play guitar and just yeah. mess around and, yeah. and have it and like experiment with different harmony stuff and yeah it's so actually be able to hear i mean the i every night for people who don't understand like we get a lot of emails that are like hey guys like i see you're gonna be in this place like i'd love to have you guys over for dinner and then you can stay the night at the lake house and it's just like dude what do you think our day looks like yeah because i'll tell you what our day looks like i drag myself out of my bunk in in you know hopefully with enough time to scramble some eggs and eat breakfast and then we push ten thousand pounds of gear into the into the room set up which takes forever sound check I was talking about this with Doug I'm like we we're literally movers yeah we, and we do it every day every day we, and, and everything's a refrigerator yeah everything's a everything's refrigerator. a refrigerator and a some mattress. things are on wheels which is great. But a lot of them aren't. <laughs> There's a lot of trips. And I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure the audience knows this about me. But I fucking hate moving yeah. so much. Yeah. I've done it so many times. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it. And I do it every day. Every day. A lot. And then and then we set up a sound check. And then if you're lucky, eat dinner. If not, you have to do your back exercises because your back hurts. And then we play the show. And then we take all of that crap. Sorry, that's my Sorry. drinky. Um, and then we take all of that crap, we break it down and put it back, and then drive. And then move it again. And then and drive. we and we do that every single day. Yeah. Like every single day. I mean, as much as I would love to like hang out at someone's sweet lake house and go yeah. swimming, and I mean, it sounds amazing, but it, it's just it's just not in the cards when it comes to. I that mean, it's day. not even close to in the cards. It's like. Mm -hmm. I mean, even sitting down at a restaurant for breakfast is like, yeah. When are we ever gonna? When are we ever gonna do that? Really so tough to pull I, that off. Obviously, we appreciate all of the offers and stuff, but oh man, yeah, it's like not even. Yeah, there's no time. So this tour, especially, just because the routing, it's super long. The routing has been absolutely insane, and yeah. uh, so to roll up to someone's like house, just take acoustic guitars out. And sit down in their st storage space and play for four people is just like, it's it's, a, it's it, the yeah. best. It's the best. I actually would would argue that it's a more. I mean, it's definitely a more intimate experience. Like sure. if you want to do that kind of thing, and if you want to actually like hang with the band and actually yeah. talk to everyone, get to know every you know whoever you want to get to know, then that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, because it's so it's so much. We don't really have to think very hard to basically to basically put on the same quality performance, but it's just not loud and you know yeah. it's not it's not the same. 
yeah. but it's just different. And if yeah, if all we did was acoustic for four people, we'd be like, man, it'd be really nice to play for twelve hundred people right now. Right. You know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. That it would be great. Right. But but it is just such a nice change of pace. But anyway, we went um, we went from there, and Doug drove for a handful of hours till like from 5 to 9 p.m. And then I drove and I was going to stop in. We're we're making our way to Houston. Um, I was going to stop in uh, Memphis. And it just like, like always, schedule was just running behind. We got off later. The stops were longer. Right. And I was driving till... Two two thirty something like that in the morning, and See, the roads we're, were so <laughs> bad, they're horrible, so bad. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll, the roads, the roads out here in this country. What are my taxes going to? I know, seriously, man, they're horrible. They're horrible. I mean, shit, shit was just bouncing. I mean, I'm surprised this this bus doesn't just shake apart. Yeah, fall apart. Uh, but at one point, there was an accident on the on the highway last night. I was. I was probably 30, 40 minutes from where we were stopping in Memphis, and I just, I see, I see brake lights, and I pull up, and I'm stopped for almost an hour on the highway. Oh, my just, God. Just, there was a car, when we finally passed it, there was a car so far off the side of the highway and just smashed. You could uh, tell it rolled, rolled a shitload of times. For sure, someone died. Like, there's no, uh. it was just, it was... It was nasty. Yikes. But it was like, man, it was seriously brutal. Like, um, but when I was, I was curious about that, on, I was just parked on the highway. Oh my God. And th- there was a, I was in the left lane. There was only two lanes. I was in the left lane and the right lane, by the time we started moving, the right lane wasn't moving. And I was like, huh, that's weird. There must be cops there or whatever. I passed a truck and the guy had just fallen asleep in the driver's seat. Oh, oh my he God. He was just dead asleep. Because Jesus. we were there for so long. That's crazy. Dude, it was, yeah. That's crazy. It was gnarly. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on, because I knew that you were we were probably going to stop at, like, midnight yeah. just to get a decent night. Sorry. Just sorry. to get a decent night's sleep in. And then um, and then we kind of were stopped. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah. like, let me. Like finally. I almost got up out of the bunk to go, to go inside to the truck stop or something. But then. Yeah. I have, but then I, you're like, oh, this is the highway. Yeah. And then I literally, <laughs> whenever I'm like, all right, where are we? I open up my phone in the bunk and see where we're at. Yeah. Try to make my my uh, my plan. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were on the highway. So. Dude, I remember touring before uh, iPhones and shit. I don't know Map how. Quest. Dude, we map quested everything and had a had a you know the rand mcnally maps man i can't believe we did that yeah it's not so crazy i can't even believe i got like to my friend's house i yeah <laughs> i can't i can't believe i met up with people at concerts yeah you know what i mean it's like all right man when they start to play harpua meet me on mike's side you know or yeah. whatever and yeah. then you'd you'd and see them work. yeah it's totally insane it is totally insane totally insane i think about that all the time i mean yeah these, like young, that's why these young kids. When before, you know, I, I started going to New York and stuff to play shows and whatever before smartphones. Yeah. That was scary. I never yeah. wanted to do it because I was always afraid I was going to get lost. Yeah. But um, 
but it worked out. I'm here. When I when I moved <laughs> when I moved to Seattle, I remember them being like, "But you got to buy the laminated map." And there was a laminated like there was like four folds in it. Okay. Of of a Seattle huge map of Seattle. Yeah. That's awesome. And I remember just living on that thing, just being like, "Okay, this is where we are." We would drive out. Oh, excuse me. We would drive out to Ohio every couple of years, my family. Girl, I land ain't Oz, it's Ohio. Um, we would drive out there, and I remember it was like one of my sister's favorite things to do. And my dad and my sister, like, they would bring out the map. They would get a new map from AAA. Yeah. And, you know spread it out and and then get the highlighter and highlight the route that we were going to take yeah. and, and figure out the best way and where the stops were and yeah it, it was very interesting the how it used to happen there was like an element of fun also danger yeah i'm i made it cross country several times with nothing but a Rand mcnally map yeah like pre-map quest wow that was crazy dude did i ever tell you the time that i did I ever tell you that i went um in my much younger days drove to st louis um with my buddy hunter took a greyhound bus the rest of the way to washington state saw fish at the gorge saw fish at the gorge with no way of getting back so so fish played the gorge and then like five days went by and then the next one was like deer creek or something like that and I went all the way there with Hunter and got to the gorge and our plan, find a ride to the next show. That was it. That's that was the entire plan. Hey, we'll just, we'll sell our glass weed pipes and- People are doing it. I'm dude, sure it'll be fine. We, and we did. <clears throat> we found a bunch of hippies that were like, sure, man. You guys can you guys can hop in our car. That's there, unbelievable. There was like seven dudes and a dog <laughs> in a Jeep Cherokee. That is unbelievable. It was totally insane. It's my worst nightmare. It was totally crazy. I mean, I just can't I can't believe that that was even the plan. I mean, there's people out there that do this all the time. Yeah. They like go out camping in the desert or with no plan or they think they're, they're just going to meet up with somebody, and then they do, and it just works out. I don't understand. I, I, my brain doesn't operate like that. It's so it's so <clears throat> weird to think. Like, I don't even know that person anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I did it a bunch. And it almost now, feels like, like you hate that person. I like the, I love the experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because whenever I'd say something <laughs> like, John, let's fucking go find fish and do peyote. You're like... Dude, that sounds fucking terrible. I I really <laughs> like. I, I mean, I think it's one thing is like I just like to. I don't like to take anything too serious. Like we're all gonna die, so I like to make jokes. What about literally everything? We're gonna what? Yeah, I'm sorry. You have to find out this way. Oh man, the kicker is we're probably both going to hell as well. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. But but I just like to make. So I like to like lean into stuff. So I don't actually dislike anything that much anyway right. you know right try not to go like to here or to here but um but like the idea just like my last handful of years with hippies i was just like i don't like 
these people. Yeah. I mean, think about the the thing I made you watch the other day, where the dude was taking selfies of himself crying. Oh my god! Do you 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 know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. There's a dude, and he's taking selfies of himself crying, and made a video of him um, crying and apologizing if he offended the divine feminine and it's just like man like if that like again if that's the way you like to approach life like totally sweet but i see that shit and i just like on one hand it makes me so like dude any a a selfie of yourself crying like i mean maybe you maybe you need your community to to be like you're beautiful it's okay but like for, for me it's like just being the kind of dude I am it's really like if I'm crying that's for it's for me you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like I'm gonna cry alone or to to someone that I need you know what I mean right. it just it feels it feels weird and it feels disgenuine to cry on Facebook that's just me I'm not saying if you're a Facebook crier I've actually seen anything. a lot lately yeah there's a lot of it I've seen like like a, a bunch like in the last couple of weeks sure sure and i'm sure like listen if you're doing it fine like obviously fine you know but it's just like to me it feels disgenuine it feels like this this specific person it feels like oh i'm doing i'm gonna do this for likes let me work up some tears um and and it's probably a little bit of that and a little bit of you know genuine for for him but to me it just seems crazy so um yeah i don't know man i don't know what my point is I just, I, I like to poke fun of things. Yeah. That's just all, that's how I get through all how this stuff. I'm living out here. No, what you, what you, absolutely what you, not. What the fuck no are way, you dude. doing out here? You're going to, I think about that a lot. Well, because we see a lot we see some, of places. Yeah, we see some in between the cities. Yeah, so you're driving, you know, through Texas or something like that. You see, like, I don't know what anyone's situation is, but you see a lot of places, and I couldn't just imagine that. These people, you know, were born in these little towns and they're here and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just, man. A lot, a lot of these places I just cannot imagine staying what? or being in. I mean, if you have to drive an hour and a half to get to Whole Foods, forget it. Forget it. I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. <laughs> no dice. Rather camp out at the Whole Foods. Dude, I went to Whole Foods today, by the way. And that so was a you. cool one. It had shipping containers on the yeah, outside. Yeah, it was a nice looking one. I've seen a lot of cool shipping containers. That was a, that was a, they didn't have my iced tea that I really love. Yeah. My unsweetened black honest tea in glass bottles. I saw. I did see them. If anybody ever wants to get me a present on tour, that is the one to do. Please. I, fa- I found them in there. I've There was two, and I bought them both. Okay. Those are the ones I found. You, yeah. you got there after me. <laughs> yeah, they're they're currently nourishing my body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they didn't have that, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, that happens. That happens a lot. It's weird. Like, um, I guess supply supply chain issues. But but they, they always will, have them at yours, though. No, really? no. I I will go for, and they will not have it for a week, two weeks at a time. I'm always like. The best guess is a bomb went off at the Black Tea Factory. Do you ever order a case, like call ahead, get yeah, a case? Yeah, yeah, but I travel so much that it's like then they're calling me and they're like, come pick up your case, you know, and yeah. I'm like, eh. Amazon? Amazon is very expensive, so they charge, like, so much to oh. get it there. And sometimes I will order it, and it will come in the plastic bottles. Fuck that. Well, the plastic. I do like that tea. That is one of the only just 
plain black tea drinks that I'll I'll drink. So good. It's really really good. And Dude, it's, and in a glass bottle, there's something about it. That yeah, it's, it's refreshing. The first the first like, you know, week of tour when I'm when I run out of black tea, man, I, I get it's a like, headache. Uh, no, I get I get a headache like oh, really? a really bad headache. Well, that's your caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine going. Yeah. But, or I don't know. I'm sensitive. Where are we? Sensitive boy. So now, all right. So going through Texas, I feel like most of the roads are going to be a lot like this. Yeah. So you go super bumpy. Yeah, super bumpy, non-interstate, like really horrible roads. But all right, what do you think? What are you looking forward to the next the next few shows rather than just going home? I love Austin, Texas. Yep. Like, I absolutely love that place. I would move there if I could. I love that that city. Um, so I'm really looking forward. I'm actually going to try to pitch if we can, because we're coming from so Houston, Dallas, Austin is our routing. Right. So I'm going to actually ask if we can, like, get there, like, an hour early just so I can, like, walk around a little bit. And, I would love to do that. Um it's uh, I love that place so much. I, I will even though my back's hurt, I will still try to go for a run um, along the river, river yeah. which I love. Um, I'll walk around, get some get some coffee, go into some like shops, buy some Austin swag. I will I will hopefully I don't know if Gaelic Storm is on um, is on tour, but hopefully get to see Twigger and Alley. Yeah. Um, they normally every time I'm there, I get to I hang out with them and. Um, I love those two yeah. a ton. So I'm also looking forward to Austin quite a bit. Yeah, love, Austin's great. You know, Houston I've only been to a couple times, kind of in and out. Uh, don't really have a ton of experience with it. But then Dallas, I played this House of Blues before, which is pretty cool. The venue's cool. Really cool. I like no offense, Dallas, but I just I never like enjoy the the city when I'm there. Really, yeah. no offense, Dallas, but you killed JFK, so. <laughs> And, and your TV show didn't even like it. It's fine. I knew who killed JR the whole JR time. The entire time. The whole time. I was like, it was Susan. I knew it. Told I you. don't know who killed JR. I don't remember. I don't think he died. Oh, really? I don't know. I have no Wasn't idea. Wasn't he shot face down in a pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made he it He just all walked up. it off? Yeah, he walked it off. It was <laughs> crazy. Fun. He missed him. Crazy. Anyway, is he Squid Games? He can hold his breath so long. <laughs> um, all right, well. What do you think? Wrap it up? Sure. What are you Very looking cool. forward to outside of Austin? Um, I'm really looking forward to to going home for for a little God, while. But I cannot um, wait to go home, man. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. So excited. It's at the point, like, this is the longest I think I've been out, I've ever been out yeah. or away. Obviously, it's the longest. I've been away from home since Ethan was born. And it's like, you know, really, intense. really intense. And it was something that we'd been, like, kind of, like, trying to mentally prepare for yeah. but it was this this thing off impossible the impossible to totally prepare yeah for. this whole trip was the this whole end of the year is just this thing that was off in the distance that was like oh my god how are we going to manage this yeah. how are we going to do this how are we going to do this and now we're in it and it's happening we're you know it's fine um but i'm just so psyched to get yeah. home but it is cool that we have like three solid spots or i mean no we're playing well, we still have Houston, Dallas, Austin, St. Louis, and Nashville. So yeah. I'm also looking forward to Nashville. Hopefully some people come out, but... We'll, I made we'll a really good meme. You want to cool. see it? Me in the first two minutes home from fall tour, and it's four pictures 
of someone very quickly within the first two minutes of being home getting completely naked. <laughs> but keeping their Crocs on. But keeping their Crocs on. <laughs> Dude, same. I'm gonna put that on my uh, I'm gonna put that on my Instagram if y'all wanna see it. Yeah. In a couple days. Yeah. In the and that'll be in the yeah, all right, yeah, in your Instagram on Thursday, right? Oh yeah. Also, I've never, I haven't mentioned that. We, have, I haven't podcasted in a while, so, um, it's, it's Wednesdays, Hump Day with Jesse on Carbon Leaf Instagram, at Carbon Leaf on Instagram, and then at, uh, and then your Thursdays. Just John Markle. John yeah, Markle and Thursdays. I, and I'm on, I'm on Thursdays. Those have been fun. They have been really fun. I did uh, relationship advice one day. And then I did um, just life advice, but I answered in all old-timey riddles. It was very, very good. Thank you. Very, very good. I was very proud of that. So, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I have a bunch of good pictures that I'm going to put in my, my uh, hum- J-Humps hump day photo dump. J-Humps photo dump on you d- Your pictures, by the way, your pictures are, are really great. Thanks, man. Yeah, like really like. Appreciate it. You know, I, I am not the kind of person, like I'm not, I'm not super sensitive to like, you know, a bun- like I don't know what makes a good picture and what makes a bad picture, and I don't know what makes a good painting or a bad painting. I just know what I like. You yeah. know what I mean? When it comes to a lot of like visual stuff like that, um, but like when I look at your pictures, I'm like, this is these are great, awesome, man. You know? For Thank real, you. For appreciate real. it, appreciate it. Yeah, I've 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 uh, I've always been really af- not afraid, but like I've always kind of put off getting in into photography it's something i've liked for so long yeah and read a lot about and but i've had i have so many i have two friends in particular that are just like outrageously good yeah and um it was it was the pandemic yeah. pandemic did it that was yeah. um that was the thing i got super into yeah and got the camera did the research, got the lenses I wanted or needed for what I wanted to do, and yeah. then just went and kept taking photos and realizing what worked and what didn't. Yeah. And the editing process is really interesting to me because the way I edit, I just gravitate to a certain look and a certain yeah. feeling. I like the, like, it's super, like, it's almost, like, dark and, like, rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's contrast Alfredo and, sauce. And dark. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of contrast in it. I like and, it. Um, and I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, should I try? I should probably try to like figure out another editing style, at least mm-hmm. just to do it to as like in, put it in practice and maybe just make a picture look a different way or try to find another photographer whose photos I like and try to mimic the mm-hmm. editing style. And every time I start, I'm just like, no, I just, this is just the way I want it to look. I want it yeah. to look, I want it to look like cool, like, like temperature wise, like yeah. a little more blue and dramatic and a little yeah. sad, you know? It's great. So it's very, uh, it's, it's fun. And whenever I pop in a bunch of new photos and start editing them, I'm just like, it's the one thing that I can just sit and just do for yeah. a long time. Yeah. You know, and not get bored with it. So yeah. It's pretty fun. That's what I want to do with videos. Yeah. I like making my little, my dumb little videos. Yeah. I sort of want to do the same thing. And they're all, they're always funny. Thanks. They're always really good. Preach. And a lot of time goes into it. The, <laughs> with Scott, a heartless thing. What was, <laughs> what was the heartless that? One? The heartless video? Chris Heartless. Chris Heartless. <laughs> 
Yeah, where where can I'll I'll put a link for it in the okay. description. Just go to my my Instagram has my has my heartless. Yeah, it's so fucking video. Funny. It's great. All right, John. All right, I love you, man. Love you too. Yeah. Good talk. Great talk. I feel like I didn't say anything interesting this whole time. So I apologize if this I was feel like lame. I didn't say anything interesting I'm either, but really fucking tired. But at least we set a precedent in the beginning. We're tired, no one likes each other, and we're <laughs> we're six weeks yeah. into a tour. That's and now gonna we're gonna another. talk shit about all of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So that's it. That's my conversation with the great John Marco. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash after the gig, and also the merch store, afterthegigpod.com. You can always email in at afterthegigpod at gmail.com. And whatever, man, if you're late, if you're late, if you're if it's late at night and you're just sitting around and want to write an email, I don't know, just email me. Anyway, so. For the outro, for the closing music, on November 5th, my old band Love in Stockholm released a brand new single called Open Road. Uh, Over the course of the pandemic, Brendy, the guitar player, wrote a tune and wanted to do a uh, a remote recording project um, and release it under under the Love in Stockholm name. And all the members, we got together and were like, all right, sure, let's do it. So... Um, when I, when it was my turn to record on it, I basically got a hold of it and I was like, I'm changing this, I'm changing that. (laughs) So, um, it was really, really fun to do. And it was cool to, um, collaborate in that way and also have it be remote. And, and it was just cool. It was just cool to do it because we hadn't made music together in probably, I don't know, eight years or something. So I think the last thing we recorded was 2013 or 2014. So. This is a really cool tune. It's called Open Road. I'm playing drums on it. I'm singing background vocals. And I'm also doing the guitar solos. Um, some rhythm guitar in there. Any electric guitar you hear in there, that's that's uh, also me. So <clears throat> we also have Brendan McBrien, who wrote the tune on acoustic guitar and background vocals. Charlie Geyer singing the lead vocal. Uh, we have Dave Carroll playing the saxophone and uh, Evan Sanders playing the trumpet and the keyboards, uh, also organ and stuff like that. I think there's, I think it's only piano and organ sounds in there. And then we got Alex Staley on the bass, slapping the bass. I really hope you guys enjoy it. It was super fun to do um, and release some new music and uh, get it out in there in the world in the world it was a long time ago and it's uh i think i think this tune is probably up there with some of the best ones that we've recorded so i hope you enjoy it and i will see you next time uh goodbye she put it all in a suitcase to hang in the wind where a wall should be she asked Gabby, the bulldog, chasing the American golden dream. They're on their own throughout it all, and her mind flies back to the love she left alone.
to worms 